everybody. This is John. This is Joe. And this is Ubaldi Brief. And today we're going to talk about everyone's favorite topic, education. And the reason why it's such a, a topic that we want to discuss again is because of the whole pandemic, the whole K-12 through educational system across the country has been upended. And only really about 45% of the students who go through the K-12 through system, at least in the public school, are back in school. Yeah. So Unless you're in San Diego, John. Unless you're in San Diego. And the reason why we mention that, because the last couple of days, reports have come out that San Diego Unified School District is not open. Kids are still learning by Zoom, but yet the teachers are teaching the illegal migrant children coming across the border, who some of them have been infected with the coronavirus. Yeah. So they don't want to teach American children. Well, hold on. They don't want to teach American children because they're afraid they're going to get COVID, but yet they are teaching immigrant children who are probably infected with COVID. And you're paying for that. Yeah. But the thing is, I, I don't understand the logic in that of how, like, uh, how do you rationalize that? Unless you're, okay, if you're, if, if it's your spring break and then like during your spring break when you're. Yeah, you can do what you want. Yeah, you can do what you want. But when it comes to the growth of your children, Whatever county or any state you're in, you should be focused on them. And But even here's another thing. If you're doing it on spring break and it's your time, that's your time. But here's the problem. You're going to deal. You're going to go work with kids who have been exposed to the coronavirus, have yeah. the coronavirus. Now you can potentially be a carrier for the coronavirus. Yeah. So some of my logic here, and this happened a while ago, is that when uh, my son was younger, and then through the post office, they had a union, and I was working with the union, and they had a big brothers, big sisters kind of thing like that. And I was like, you know what? I think I will sign up for big brothers, big sisters. And I really kind of thought about it for a while, and then I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I doing this? Because I have a young guy at home that I can I, I can mentor and mold and push along. So I see the teachers doing the same thing is that you have your base right here. Why Why do you see the need? You're not focusing on what's hand, was at hand. When you go back into those schools and they're going to go, okay, they said they're going to go back in April. They said they're going back. And then the school year is going to be what, over in maybe May, there June is, the latest? Here's another example. The Oakland Unified School District in the city of Oakland, they were bumped in the first first of the line to get the COVID test, to get the vaccination. Yeah. They were given extra money from all the stimulus things that were passed last year, and then the current one, and then they said, we're not going to open the school this year. So wait a minute. You wanted the vaccine. You got front line. Yeah. You got extra money for your schools, and then you still don't open. And then I know I say this to we're blue in the face, but in California, as an example, and you go to Oakland, you go to Los Angeles, San Francisco, and then you go through all the major metropolitan cities across America, and 75%, excuse me, 70% of black and Hispanic children are deficient at grade level. Yeah. So when it comes to Zoom learning, I get my master's degree online, but that I was in my 40s doing it. Mike, I got uh, a brother that has three kids. He's got an old, his oldest son has Down syndrome. His youngest daughter has a learning disability. She's dyslexic. They're stuck at home doing by Zoom. They need in-person learning. Yeah. And they're not getting it. But then the governor of California, he was on CNN a couple of weeks ago, and he said, I'm a Zoom parent. Your kids have been in school, in private school, since November. 
How are you affected by this? So maybe not to defend him or maybe back him up a little bit is that our next door neighbor, he, his daughter was, or he was on a podcast for the, about the internet. Correct. Okay. She, I believe it was last year, she was doing a lot of her schooling through Zoom. So I could maybe see that it's like that. I really believe that California is behind the curve when it comes to the pandemic where Florida is way ahead of the curve and just kind of going back to California. Well, but see, but if that's a choice that your neighbor had that time, yeah, that's fine. You're a parent. You've got two kids who are school-aged children. That's a choice that you decided to make. Yeah. But that's not right now. Mike, my, my brother, he doesn't have a choice. He can't get his kids into school, but the governor can send his kids to a private school, get in-person learning. So he denies choice to other people. Now, one of the things that came out last summer, like Los Angeles and Chicago, one of the two, the top three largest school districts in America, they put, we'll open the schools if you give us Medicare for all, defund the police. We want basic uniform, basic universal income. Mm-hmm. We want extra billions of dollars. We want all this stuff. And they're against charter schools. San Francisco, they were doing some type of event where they didn't want any outside entity teaching something that goes against public schools. They don't want anything that has to do with the charter schools or private schools or school choice. So let's also mention how the teachers union over in California said, hey, when you're out there just chilling out, don't take any pictures and post it on social media because we don't want to see everybody else to see how good you got it. And this is where I think parents are now starting to see what the quality of education their child is getting. Now, I did an article about this, and I can't remember what I titled it, but it was a couple weeks ago. And I looked at, when it comes to education in the United States, this country, this is off 2019 because you got to, it's a little hard to get the information for 2020 yet, but let's say 2019, pre-pandemic, this country spends between state, local state, and federal government about $800 billion a year on education. Then... There was in October of last year, test results, federal test results come out, and they showed American kids' reading has dropped, math skills have dropped. Our reading scores haven't improved since the 90s. So we pour in $800 billion a year. What are we getting out of it? We're at the, we're ranked in the, in the 30s among all industrialized countries. We're at the bottom. Yeah. America. Come on. And going with them with the education, especially this year, our governor has there's a petition going on for the FSAs. No, I guess the Florida State something. And it's but it's an exam to evaluate the students of where they are. First of all, the test in itself is archaic. It's just it was something that maybe put back out in the 90s that they're holding every student up till now by this by the standard. But, no, they waived them last year because of the pandemic. And I think they're going to do it again because of the whole remote learning is that they don't get the same education. No, they don't. And that's just going to be a wake-up call to all these parents. And then they're going to really wish that, hey, I wish we were like Florida. And we Florida uh, when Florida opened its schools, the first two weeks were the only two weeks that they had to do remote learning. After that, it was the parents' choice to either – Opt out. Or- opt in or opt out. And we were like, okay, guess what? You're going back to school. And I b- believe that it greatly benefited him to do that. Well, but even the emotional stand. I, okay, 
It's not a, a thing. I work at Chick-fil-A just to cover my costs so I can get this podcast up. So please support this podcast. Yes. But I talked to the, the students, the, the, the workers, especially those in high school. If you're a senior this year, think about what you've lost. You've lost homecoming. Lost you've, lost, you've lost both of your proms. Every high school student looks forward to their junior and senior prom. That's gone. You've lost graduation. And do you think of the emotional toll, the mental toll it's placed on students. Like my brother's kids, he's having one daughter that has some difficulties because of mentally, because they're not being able to connect with their friends and do the things that kids normally do. With the end of this episode, I do want to ask you a question going into this is that how many emails do you think we have gotten thus far since starting this podcast? We've gotten a few. Mostly the most of the things I get are not from the email. I get some comments on Instagram. Okay. I get a comment or two on Facebook. So biggest, the biggest one I get most of the comments on are is on Instagram. I really like to think that there's a thousand emails that you just you, you maybe you're just been clicking the wrong button when you're looking at these. I'll emails. go back tonight and I'll double check and take a look. So in that sense, how do they email us, John? First, you can email us at ubaldireports at gmail dot com. That's UbaldiReports at gmail.com. You can look us up at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can, If you go to Facebook, you can go to Ubaldi Reports group and you can find us there. But I first would like to, this podcast is being sponsored by Heroes Media Group. And they're a great group of people putting our podcast on a group of podcasts by first responders and military personnel. Then in April, which is coming up really soon, obviously tomorrow, this is the 31st, that we're going to live stream this. So the first one we're going to do is a soft launch to tell you who Joe is and who I am. We're both retired combat Marines. And then the second one is we're going to pick a topic that's big in the news. Could be immigration, could be infrastructure, whatever it is. And we're going to discuss that. But now Joe is going to tell us something we're also going to do in April. We would love your support. And then by supporting, we would like uh, you to go to our Patreon and support us. And you can get a uncensored, very opinionated, very maybe loud and a lot of cursing podcast where John and I just not only talk about what's going on in the current administration, but the pulse of the country. A lot of the things that we see that we try to you know, necessarily bite our tongue, but we just try to curb ourselves from letting everything out. Just look out for that Patreon. We will start providing links for it. And then we would love your support. And then until then, have a good day. Yeah, keep listening to the Bible Report.